Hey mamas, welcome to the Time for Some Mom Chat show. And you might be wondering, like, who are you? Okay, let me introduce myself. My name is Shadi Jenkins and I'm a mom of three. And honey, I have been through so many things when it comes down to being a mother. And my new besties and I, we're ready to share it all. Yes, you are right, all of it. All of the mistakes, the trial and error, the ups and the downs, the emotion and roller coaster, and the happy times too. Can't forget those. But honestly, like real, real honestly, it's time to be really raw and honest. And I'm ready to do that. So if you're ready to join that journey with us and laugh and cry and learn new things and just have a good time, then this is your podcast. You're my people. Let's chat. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode on Time for Some Mom Chat Show. So I am starting off the series, y'all, and I'm so excited. My labor story. Yes, you heard right. My labor story. OMG. Okay. So if you are new, then you may not know that I have three kids. So that means three different labor stories. But the one that stuck out the most was my oldest. My oldest child gave me a run for my money. So I am actually very petite. I'm only five foot. Yes, very small. (laughs) And, you know, the interesting thing about it is that when I found out about him, they thought I was having twins. Um, I was like, holy cow, not for the first pregnancy. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. I mean, I'm already scared. Um, and you're telling me that I might be having not one baby, but two babies at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds uh, crazy to me. And I was like, okay, I need you to recheck this. I need you to recheck the blood results. Um, make sure we're getting the right calculations here because, you know, sometimes things can happen. Mistakes can take place. So let's check this again. And um, they checked it again, and my numbers were double, and they never decreased. They kept increasing, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, So I had to literally wait for a while until it was time for them to be able to see him and see if my little bundle of joy was two bundles of joy. Uh, Luckily, it ended up being just one big, healthy baby, and, you know, as the pregnancy regressed, everything was double the amount. So they kept saying, I think he might have, you know, absorbed his twin because he just had everything extra. And I honestly feel like my body was like, oh, we're preparing for extra too, because I was, uh, large for someone that was my size and was having one child. So imagine being five foot and only being like 110 and then you get pregnant and uh, that number goes up pretty quickly. And now you look like you're having twins, but you're not having twins and you're very small. So I looked very compact, but very large all at the same time. And cute, I must say, <laughs> bias you, but hey, that I honestly can say I look cute and round. Um, but the day that it came, oh my gosh, like it was scary because for one, he was a whole week late, y'all, a whole week. And he still was not trying to come. I actually had to demand it for them to just go ahead and, you know, 
let them out because like I said, I'm five foot. So we were running out of room, honey. Okay. I was like, uh, I don't know where he's about to stretch to, uh, but there is no more room in here. Uh, I, there's no, there's no more like me, him are fighting each other. I was to the point I could literally see his whole body all like moving in my body. That was like creepy a little bit. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, I can see his leg. I could tell the difference between his leg and his arm. And it wasn't that, you know, my belly wasn't already large. Like it was actually huge. And I still could see everything moving from side to side. So that was just like creeping me out for being a, you know, a first time mom. <laughs> and it got to the point he started to like stretch out extended area on the side of my belly and I was like oh my gosh he is like trying to make additional room yeah no I need y'all to figure something out so we decided to discuss it and they were like you know what we're going to do a natural birth and we're going to induce everything and we're just going to make it happen but until then I need you to walk it out I need you to do what you got to do honey to get things going and you know how as moms are we get creative we get creative and we start trying all the things. And if you were a researchaholic like I was, I was researching all the things. And I do mean all the things. I was watching the shows, which creeped me out. <laughs> and then I was, you know, reading the books and talking to people. And everybody had, you know, their own version of what you're supposed to do and what you shouldn't do. And of course, all of my married moms was like, yeah, go ahead and do lots of sets, honey, and that'll get the baby going. And I'm like, okay. And uh, (laughs) it got me a little dilated, but it didn't make a difference. So I was like, walking upon walking. I literally watched majority of my pregnancy, but close to the end, I was really walking, like probably more than I should have, but I just was trying to get him to drop and get some extra, you know, extra dilation going on because it just felt like he wasn't trying to make me dilate. Every time that they were checking me at the end, it was like, oh, you did like a half. And I'm like, I have after all this work, that's it. I have like, no, no, no. Like we need to check this again too. And it was a half. Then I go back and like, oh, you're finally at one. But then I stayed at one forever y'all. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he is like not trying to come out. He's having a good time and he's not trying to (laughs) come out here with me. He wants to just keep cooking. So when we finally decided to do the inducing and I came in, I made the ultimate mistake. So if you're a new mom, don't do this. But I did. I didn't know any better. Okay. Mind you, this was my first. Uh, mother was hungry. Okay. And I was like, ooh, me and the baby, we, we craving uh, burritos. <laughs> so let's go on and go over here to Moe's and get a burrito, which is exactly what I did. And I got all the toppings and then some. And when I say that burrito was large, it, it was humongous. I think it was like longer than my actual hand. Um, and it, it was nice and thick and I was very pleased and very happy. I had the salsa and all the things I did not know before coming in to get induced, you are not supposed to eat. Uh, so by the time I came in, like the burrito was literally past half gone y'all. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. Me and my son were very happy. Uh, of course the nurses were not 
Um, so that actually extended a little bit more time of me being in there and of the process of getting things done because I was in there eating burritos, y'all. So don't make that mistake. <laughs> but um, once things started to get, you know, going, I was horrified. I was scared because it started to click in like, oh my gosh, it's about that time. Like, I'm going to see my son. At least in my head, I'm like, it's going to happen. You know, they're going to get this, the IV in my arm and it's going to start getting things going. And before I know it, my baby's going to be here like right away. When I tell y'all that is literally the opposite of what happened. Granted, he is here by the grace of God. I'm so grateful, but it did not happen right away. Um, For one, they don't tell you that when that IV kicks in, other things are going to start happening, such as contractions. Um, oh my, yeah, they definitely, I feel like, make contractions seem less as intense as they are. When I tell you, it was so intense. It was not what they said. They, they love to say, oh, it's going to just feel like a little cramp. It's just going to feel like, you know, when you have bad menstrual cramps around this and this time in your period, da, 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 da. Honey, <laughs> that didn't feel like no cramps. If you got cramps like that, baby, it's time to talk to the doctor because that is not what cramps are supposed to feel like. And when they start to connect, that is a whole nother level that I was not expecting. And I became a whole nother person. And I was just angry at everybody. Like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Okay. I just need to breathe it out. Breathe it out. Just whew, breathe it out. It's going to be all right. And the worst, <laughs> worst it got, I started clicking the mess out of that little IV thing that's supposed to kind of calm it down a little bit. But when I tell you the drops feel like it is barely coming down, I kept looking at it like, why is it not in the IV going into me? There's something wrong with the IV. I, I don't feel what I'm supposed to be feeling. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. Where's where's the, the calmingness of what I'm I'm dealing with right now? And it got to the point I felt like I was watching the drop like come down and it felt like it was going into slow. It was in slow-mo. It literally felt like slow-mo. And, you know, I was like, okay, so this is how this is. And it's just, I feel like you zone out. I literally zoned out and everybody was just making me upset because I'm like, why are y'all not doing anything to make this better? All of you are making this worse. Nobody talk, nobody breathe. Just sit still. Don't move. Don't move. It was just felt like anything that anybody did around me was just agitating me. I literally wanted to kick everybody out of the room. I literally did. Um, and to make it worse, <laughs> um, I was not dilating y'all. I think I got to, at most, three centimeters. So imagine going through all of this excruciating pain of contractions, feeling annoyed and irritated just to get to like three to three and a half centimeters. And for them to say, um, the way that it's going, you've been in labor for da da da, -da long we're going to have to actually intervene because my son, he was starting to have issues 
And he was upside down for too long. It came downwards, but the way that he came down, it was starting to affect his breathing. And that scared me even more. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, like not only am I in pain, but now the the thing that I'm supposed to be the most excited about is being taken away. And on top of that, my baby is, you know, potentially having something wrong and I can't do anything about it. You know, like I honestly felt helpless. I felt helpless and I felt so vulnerable in that moment. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm a new mom. I don't know what's supposed to happen next, you know? And, you know, it just was scary. So we went on to doing what I was horrified of the most, y'all. Okay, so in my head, my lovely head was like, girl, you got this. You're not going to get an epidural. You got this. You're going to have that baby. He's going to come down. You're going to dilate really, really good. And then boom, all good, right? That's what my head was saying. That was the new mommy thoughts in my head. <laughs> um. Oh boy, if only I could tell my my new uh mommy self some things but uh I end up having to get epidural because of me having emergency c-section when I tell you and they started to explain things I wanted to run out of there like no I don't think I want this (laughs) like he's just gonna magically just come out of my belly and be like oh he's here y'all no no, girl, you, you didn't came too far, okay? Like, he's done cooking, it's time. So I went ahead and went through it, and y'all, the worst of the worst happened. Uh, and this is not to scare y'all, I promise, but this is my truth, okay? <sighs> okay, for some reason, and they were not able to explain this either, I sat perfectly still, but they, like... I'm not going to say they hit a nerve, but from what they're saying, they think they grazed it because for some reason, my body, it did this weird like flinch slash jerk. Okay. How how can I explain it? It went inside. Right. Okay. Because, you know, they have to stick the epidural into your like a side of your spine or I believe in the center. Right. And when they were doing that, for some reason, the way that they did it or the angle that they did it, it caused a reaction in my body and it caused my body to react like my leg and a couple other areas like immediately jerked. Thankfully, nothing else happened, but it scared all of us, including the nurse. And you know, when you see your nurse get scared, obviously you're going to get scared because you're like, you do this all the time, ma'am. Why are you scared? Why did that just happen? Everybody was panicking, which made me panic more. Um, Thankfully, by the grace of God, nothing else happened to me after that. But that was horrifying because that was not supposed to happen. It scared, you know, at the time, my fiance. So we're both like freaked out. It was just a lot, (laughs) y'all. It was a lot. It was just so much happening. And um. Now I'm getting rolled in. I go to the back and everything, you know, after that went somewhat smoothly and I brought my baby home. Um, 
But yeah, the beginning stages was crazy because I just was getting peed on right and left, y'all. I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. My mom, she only had girls, obviously. And, you know, we knew nothing about changing boys. And when I say I went through a lot of clothes, I went through a lot of clothes and he thought it was hilarious. At the time, I was just like, really, that is not funny. But now I can laugh about it because it actually is hilarious. <laughs> but I went through a lot of moo's and dresses and all the things because I kept getting peed on. And he honestly, I felt like after a while I was making it as of a game because he would get a kick out of it. And that's just how things were going for at least the first month or so. I just was struggling, y'all. The struggle was real. But... <laughs> I would not honestly change anything, you know, because that's my story. And it made me honestly be way more aware of how I was going to do things with my daughter and my other son. It made me become way more educated on what things I can say and what things that I do have more, um, control over when it comes down to having my kids. So that really made a huge difference in the way I mother and and labored my two other babies. Uh, Now, one thing that I do wish I would have known ahead of time, like if someone could have gave me advice that I wish I would have had, which is the things that really (laughs) uh, might happen during labor. I feel like I only got certain things. Like, I feel like I was kind of confused on a lot of things. And it would have been really great to have someone kind of be like, girl, you know, I had X, Y, and Z, or you could potentially have this happen. Say, for instance, epidurals. I knew nothing about epidurals, y'all. Like, I knew that, I knew what they were. But I didn't really know, like, for one, the side effects of potentially getting one, um, how damaging it can actually be to your body if things do go wrong. Just like there's so many things I just was unaware of on that. Um, And then I was kind of unaware of a lot when it came down to getting a uh, getting induced. Like, I had no idea about that either, obviously, because I mean, ate a whole burrito (laughs) when I was supposed to be eating one. But I would have loved for someone to have told me that this is how it was for me, or if you do this, this might happen. Just kind of a little bit more of a girl, girl, I got you, let's talk type of thing. So that would have definitely made that process a little bit less scary. (laughs) It wouldn't have changed it, but it definitely would have gave me a heads up. So that I wouldn't have felt like, you know, as bad as I did, because I kind of did feel like, dang, like, why do you not know this? (laughs) Or why did someone tell you this? Or, you know, because, you know, as moms, sometimes we can be hard on ourselves. And even in the beginning, when we're trying to, like, get ready, I do feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I think that could be removed a little bit when we talk. We talk about things and we're like, we're really honest about how it really was and what we really struggled with or learned or went through. I think it would have definitely took some of that pressure off of me and it would have helped me, like I said, been more aware about what was going to happen because some contractions, 
y'all stop lying to people. They're far from a cramp or a period cramp. It is definitely not the same. I need I need them to clear that up. <laughs> I need them to clear that up. But advice that I would give a new mother would be to talk to other moms. Talk to other moms that have already had kids and like have real conversations about what really took place because it really makes a difference for us new mamas and it helps us feel like we're not going to be in it on our own, you know, and we're not the only one that's going through those things. That's literally one thing that I struggled with. Like after bringing my son home, I literally had so many moments where I felt like, why do I not know this? Or I would have a problem and I would be embarrassed that it was a struggle, you know, because everyone always made it seem like it was so easy that when I started to have struggles, I felt like I shouldn't have had struggles or, you know, I didn't want to actually tell anybody because I didn't want them to make me feel bad. So I would feel embarrassed when in actuality, I'm a new mom. So it's like, girl, you're not posting on anything yet. <laughs> but I didn't know that. And I didn't understand that. So I think that would definitely be my advice is it's okay to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes and it's okay to tell people other things and talk to other moms, talk to moms that have been doing it for a little bit. They are not perfect at it, but they are at least a couple steps ahead of you. So they can give you some advice and make you feel better. So you don't feel like you're doing this on your own or that you're alone in this thing that we call the crazy motherhood roller coaster. You're not in that by yourself. We all are going through something, believe me. So that is definitely the advice that I would give. And I hope that you enjoyed my labor story. I have so many more stories to share with you all. And I can't wait for you to hear all of my other mama's labor stories as well. Love y'all. Bye. Well, that's it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending time with me on the Time for Some Mom Chat show. And I would love to connect with y'all more. So click that follow button and also connect with us on Mom Chat Show and Cult Shade on Instagram. Well, I will talk to y'all again next week. Bye, mamas.